Hi guys, welcome to Open Heart Podcast. Today I'm going to be sharing three folktales. These folktales are very popular in my state, which is Nagaland. I hope you guys will be able to enjoy the story stories as much as I enjoy telling and as much as I love these stories. So I hope you will have a good time. So the first story is about uh, a father and his son. His son name was Netie and he was a very cunning so to say son. So both of them, the father and the son had plot of field. The son's field was quite dry and it was not fertile whereas the father had a field which was black in soil it was a fertile wet land so as i mentioned earlier that his son was a very cunning son he wanted to have his father's land so he tricked his father by saying that his land which is dry and fair is much better to cultivate and thus trick him to exchange their land so he had a better land and he had a good harvest whereas his father don't and as days went on the father and the son they shared they also shared a cow they had a cow and the cow was about to give birth to a calf so the son being cunning again he asked his father if he would like to take the head of the cow or the bottom part of the cow. So the father was once again tricked into taking the top, the head part of the cow. So when he took the head part of the cow, now the son had all the advantages of taking the milk of the cow and as well as the calf. So the father was tricked again. And after some time as time went on the father and the son also shared a banana plant so the father so the son asked the father if he would like to take the uh, top part of the banana plant or the bottom part then the father thought to himself that he was also tricked last time so he had to plan carefully on which part to take so the father you know being a man he just thought blindly and he was like last time he took the top part of the cow and he did not get anything so this time he decided to take the bottom part of the plant and when he took the bottom part of the plant of course the son was cunning enough and he took the you know the ripe bananas and he sold it and the father had nothing left and after some few years this son this cunning son Netie, he went to the jungle for hunting and as luck would have had it he fell into a gorge and then he was stuck there and the you know the rocks started to fall on top of the gorge and he was stuck there so luckily he had his dog with him he 
they the angami they always wear like a traditional necklace which symbolizes what tribe he is from or like which village he is from so he took off that necklace and gave it to his dog so that the dog could go to the village and show it to the people and take the villagers with the dog back to him so that they could help him out of the gorge but when by the time the villagers reached the place he was already you know suffocated to death because he had no place to breathe also so these kind of stories were generally told to the children in the village so that they would not fool their parents or trick their parents so this is the first story the second story which i'm going to share with you guys is about two lovers called Mahuvu and Marusa. It is more like, you know, Romeo and Juliet of the Naga people because it is very popular here. And of course, we know that every Romeo and Juliet story have a sad ending likewise. Even the story of the two lovers, Mahuvu and Marusa, do have a sad ending, giving a spoiler alert. Okay, so let me start with the story. Mahuvu was a very beautiful lady she had a good figure she was tall and she w she had a very pleasing personality which the people really like about her and she was considered to be one of the most beautiful women in her village now as Mahuvi reached the age for her to choose a husband of course she had many proposals she had suitors waiting up in line to get their turns to propose to her but she was not convinced or impressed by any one of them because she had heard of a certain man named Marusa from her friends her friends have told her that he was a very good-looking man and he was a great warrior and his family belonged to a good family that's what she heard and she was curious about it and she wanted to know more about him and whereas Marusa was from a distant village Marusa also was w that time was searching for a wife and you know as word spread and then that even Mahuvia was searching for a suitor and even Marusa was searching for a wife they somehow you know connected through their family and friends but of course they have never still met one another and the time for the wedding was set and they were both very excited both the couple were very happy about the wedding especially Mohuvu she was very excited about her wedding and she feasted with her friends but however just weeks before the wedding she was having the strangest dream she dreamed that she was in marusa's house and she was given a heap plate of rice and meat to eat when she told her family about her dream they simply told her that the dream was just the dream just meant that she was soon going to go to the house to marusa's house and she would live luxuriously as 
Morosa was a rich man. Just a few days before the wedding, Morosa decided to impress his bride Mahuvu by doing something and prove himself to be a worthy suitor, because he knows that many many other men was also in pursuit of Mahuvu. So he set out on a quest, hoping to encounter some enemy warrior to bring back their heads as a trophy. But as he set out that day, he did not encounter any enemy warriors. So he decided to go further into different villages. And as fate would have had it, he stepped into a village unknown to him but the village seemed to be deserted as almost all the villagers had gone to cultivate their fields so as he was spying on the village he saw a lady weaving a cloth in her porch she had a very long and beautiful black shiny hair and so Marusa thought how well the hair would look as an ornament of trophy so he swiftly stepped up to her and taken by complete surprise he held his spear and pierced it across her heart then he chopped off her head and took it home happily so days later when the time for the wedding finally came he was informed that his bride to to be Mohoviu was slain by a warrior. And though there was a big preparation for the wedding was going on, it had to be cancelled. Messengers from the bride's village came and informed that his bride-to-be, Mohoviu, was dead, and so the wedding could not take place. On hearing this, Morusa was quite disheartened and grief-stricken. Later, Marusa and his relatives tried to know who the killer was and they put together the pieces of information they had on the whereabouts and sadly it came to the view that it was he himself, Marusa, who had unknowingly killed his own beloved Mahuvu. So. The woman, the lady with the beautiful shiny hair, who was weaving on the porch, whom Marusa killed, was none other than his beloved bride-to-be, bride-to-be, Mohoviu. This story was told in order to condemn the practice of headhunting. So that is the second story. And now we have the final story. The title of the story is Sofunyo. So this is a very uh, common story among the Angami people. It's about a young girl named Sofunyo. She was a beautiful girl from Rusama, a village, an Angami village. As she was in her age for marriage, she was wedded to a man of another village. At that time, being a wife means completely devoted to her family and her husband she had unserving loyalty to her husband at all times throughout her life she was seen as a presentable and perfect wife 
because of the way she managed her house and took care of her husband. So of course, some women in the village were jealous because of the perfect marriage life their family had. So they started to work on destroying their marriage. By now, Sophonia had a child and she was so indulged in all her daily works that she didn't even notice the other women who were being friendly on the outside but had other intentions on the inside for breaking her family. So these women, these women kept coming and instilling bad thoughts about Sophonia to her husband and until he finally fell into their trap and decides to divorce his wife Sophonia. His behavior changed around her and he was becoming the man she never knew. One night, as they had an argument, he forced her and the child out of their house. It was dark and Sophonia had nowhere else to go, so she decided to try to make it to her parents' house, which was far and it was miles away from her village and she had to cross a thick forest so something kept her very brave that night she wrapped her child around her with a cloth and light up a burning pine torch and headed out but of course they never made it to her parents house as her parents heard about everything of their daughter about her leaving her husband's house and knowing the fact that Sophonia never reached home they started searching for her and her child as they searched and searched they searched through the way in which they were returning from her husband's house later they noticed that there was a big stone and just beside that there was a smaller stone which resembled as though of a mother and a child in the forest which nobody have ever seen before and it appeared so suddenly and later on they realized that the stone must probably be Sofenio and her child and they decided to move the stone but each time they moved the bigger stone away from the smaller stone there arise a fierce storm so they had to carry it together then the wind was completely calm so the stones were brought to their village and the stones still exist today nobody really knows what Sophonia and her child encountered that particular night some say that she was hit to death by a spike of evil spirit and her child was pierced to death by a ribbon of his mother decomposing corpse and both they were turned to stones but of course nobody exactly knows what actually happened that night so that was the third story and i just want to thank you all for anyone out there who is listening to my podcast and I'm also trying to be better because this is my first time but 
I'm trying to work harder and I'm trying to put up st- stories every Sunday. So thank you guys for listening to me and I will I will be back with new stories next Sunday. So have a nice weekend.